So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash LisaTheYarnista. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Arnista podcast, episode number 85. My name is Mike. By my side, as always, is Elisa the Arnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me? I can now. I It was turned down really low. That's weird. We've been sitting here talking now for 15 minutes. I just... Well, you've been looking for things and... Well, no, but I thought oh. that that would turn up at no. some point. I was maybe just ignoring you. Oh, is that what it was? For no. 15 minutes? Oh, that's so mean. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. I tell you, today was a pretty good day. So I'm happy to be recording the podcast. A lot of good things happening. I, I got the charger out this morning. It started, and it ran, and I drove it. <laughs> the 1969 Dodge Charger. 69 Dodge Charger made its way out of the storage Shed unit, storage unit thing? You'll be happy to know that Danae went home and she uh, bragged to her husband about the car, said yeah. how wonderful it is, and was asking what year it was. Yeah. And she said it's in very good condition. It's in okay condition. I stopped by uh, Firefly Fibers on my kind of drive around before I went home, and I, I was just happy it started. And after the mm-hmm. work that we had done on, on it last year, it started up a lot easier. It wasn't like put the key in and turn and there it goes because it's been sitting there for six months at this point. It, it took a little doing. But it started started up and uh, let it run for a while and had to had to put some air in one of the tires because it was well not, almost not flat. enough air <laughs> not enough air. <laughs> but I got it going and uh, it was good. Good. And Elisa, I'm really really happy. I don't know what happened in the month of March in the beginning of April, but our listenership has increased significantly, and we don't have like eighty thousand listeners at this point. But somewhere something happened in March. <laughs> that uh, we've we've gained a lot of new people, so welcome to everybody who's who's maybe new to the Hello. show, and thank you to everyone who's been with us for a while. I'm not going to say how many. I'm not going to okay. put a number on it because our the the analytics that we get is not super. It's not very accurate from my understanding. It might be high, it might be low, but I'm looking at trends and movement up and down in one way or the other, and uh, so thing things are it's it's we have more people listening, I guess, than I expected we would maybe ever have. Well, thank you to everyone that is has been listening, and it, it, I think a lot of people have been sharing. I think that's yeah. that's some of what I've been hearing too is that people have been have been sharing. So, thank you for sharing and listening, and and keep doing welcome that. new people and keep sharing and yeah. So we don't we don't advertise anywhere or pay anybody to to get this out there. It's all by word of mouth, and 
spread it around on social media and, and whatever else and, and go to iTunes and put a review out there give us five stars and that gives us some visibility as well but it's really cool to see that so appreciate again everybody we know that there's a, a million billion podcasts out there and uh, that you choose to spend at least some of your your week with us here I think is awesome and a lot of fun yeah it's it's humbling yeah. and I you know I have well, it, it's humbling. My friends that I talk to on a daily basis that listen and yeah. they're like, oh, well, this is really cool. And this is going on. I'm like, you're listening. That's 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 weird, but also really cool. Thank you for yeah. spending time with me when you're not with me. Speaking of friends who listen to the podcast, I have a, a sad thing to say. If you are a friend or a family member of the Elise of the Yarnista podcast, don't go to elisathearnista.com on the right-hand side where our Amazon affiliate banner is and click on that and go to Amazon and buy things because Amazon frowns upon that. How they know that you're a friend and or family or how they determine that because they won't tell you how any of that works. Uh, so thank you to those who have been clicking on that. But maybe choose somebody else if you know us in person in real life yeah. to buy things from somebody else which makes me sad because again how does amazon know if you've got somebody who is a big supporter and they just like what you're doing and want to support you and they click on your link all the time do they count that as a friend and or family member i don't know and they won't tell us so if if you like michelle tam of nom nom paleo there you go you can go through there yeah but yes so that being said if you are one of the new people listening to the show or you are somebody who's been listening for the last well coming up on two years and you have never clicked on the amazon affiliate stuff on the right hand side of elisathearnista.com make sure you go ahead over there and do that because when you do there's a good chance that when you put stuff in your cart and check out amazon may throw a couple pennies our direction which does allow us then to pay for web hosting and pay for recording equipment and uh, pay for well food because we like to eat all that kind of stuff um, you can help us out with and Help, help pick up some of the slack of some of the people who have been doing it to this point because I think they've been flagged as friends and or family, which is disappointing whether you are friends and or family in real life or not. I guess we do consider you friends, even if we don't know you in real life, but Amazon apparently frowns on people who make use of the link, which is the point of the program. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's frustrating. Yes, it was a very, uh, yeah, it's, it's very odd. So anywho... Click on it. It works sometimes. It work doesn't work other times. I don't know. If you don't want to do that or you're just frustrated with Amazon, go to Patreon.com. That's easier because whatever mm -hmm. you do there comes directly to us. At least most of it. Some, you know, Patreon, of course, gets their cut for uh, having the platform make that available. But you can... Uh, it's direct. Go to Patreon. It's direct. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Lisa the Arnista. And for $5 or more a month, you can see us. Yeah. For five bucks a month, you get the video version of the podcast as well as some other uh, perks and goodies in there. I'm actually going to uh, do for the $1 level. Once we start doing some YouTube videos, if you subscribe at the $1 per month level, that will get you early access, early commercial free access to those videos. Uh, those will go up at least a week before we make them available publicly. And again, that's not going to be on any kind of a regular basis. It's not going to, we're not going to commit to weekly or anything like that. But when we have something and we want to put it up there, you will get early access. Otherwise that dollar comes to us and uh, it does, it's again, it's a good way to, to support us on the show. Um, 
If you have questions, comments, suggestions, you want to interact with us here at the podcast, we like answering questions. We get a lot of suggestions for Canadian Canoes. We've got one coming up mm-hmm. later on. We've got some good news this week. Send us an email, podcast at elisathearnista.com, and uh, we'll take a look at that, and we will read it on the air, and we will respond as long as it's appropriate, if it's not dirty. Actually, one of our knitting, our knitting news stories is a little dirty coming up, but <laughs> in a fun way. What? I don't, I don't, the, the dirty makes me nervous. Why? Is it, is it dirty like, well, well, we'll get there. You, this, what do you expect from me, Elisa, like, at this point? We've like been doing this for 85 episodes. Is it poopy dirty? No, it's not okay. poopy dirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does it even mean, poopy dirty? It's knitting related, Elisa. It's okay. in, it's in knitting news, so it's going to be knitting related. Oh, I can only imagine. All right. So again, podcast at Elisa, com. Otherwise, reach out on Facebook, Twitter, Ravelry, and we'll talk more about that later. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Elisa, what you got going on on your needles. Well, I have what I'm knitting on right now, which are my uh, vanilla is the new black in the DK sport weight. I um, have not gotten much further than the last time I had them out, but they're good um, basic knitting, then just stocking it. The heel, I haven't gotten to the heel yet. Um, Something you can work on during the podcast? During the podcast, and go. when I have two other pairs that I, well, one I made a boo-boo on. Mm. I made a boo-boo on my fine and dandies. And I made it today at the beginning of Sock Club Open Knitting, so I have to take them back to where they were when I sat down at Sock Club Open Knitting. That's a bummer. Yeah. So... They're only on one and a half, so it's just, you know, teeny tiny stitches and all that. So not a big deal at all. Um, no, but they'll be fine. Um, and then I am... Um, I'm looking. My... Uh, my um, wildflower socks... I'm at the point... I was actually going to work on these today at Open Knitting. These are the ones that I'm doing in... Um, oh, that got bendy. Um, it's not good. No, it's not. I shoved them in the bag. It's not good for the needles to bend the cable like that. Um, I These are the Wildflower Socks by um, Sweater Collective. Um, and I am at the point where I am ready to start the heel on them. So I decided not to do that at... at sweater club open yeah. or sock club open knitting because I didn't think that doing short rows and figuring out the construction of a new heel was going to be the best thing to do with eight ladies there. So, um, but yeah, these are going really fast. These I've made really good progress on them. So these are fun. I love the yarn. Um, so Woolberry, I'm using the simple sock for the toes and the heels, um, and the, probably the cuffs. And then, um, I cut the sock blank in half and I got, I've been getting some questions on how I did that. And all I did was just fold it in half and clipped one piece off of the side and then just kind of unraveled it across and then mm. it lets it, and then it releases the two halves. So, um, but yeah, so these are, these are a lot of fun. So I'm going to start the heels on these. Hopefully tomorrow I have a weekend. Mm-hmm. I have like the first like normal weekend in a very long time. So I'm kind of excited. So those, oh, um, those are my naughty ones. I'm going to, um, Shannon Cook is having uh, her annual Tees Tops and Tanks knit along again. 
this year. So that started, I think, four or five days ago. So I pulled out my yarn for my um, Sandshore by Alicia Plummer um, in Kestrel. And I had yarn set aside for that last year. So I pulled that out and I'm going to cast on this weekend, hopefully. Neat. Um, super fast knit. Um, I think it's going to be, it's on a nine <laughs> and not even like totally long sleeves. So I think that'll go pretty fast. So I'm going to cast on for that. Um, what else did I, oh, I cast on the new knit along. The new Firefly Fibers Knit Along. Do, do, do. Yeah, it's very exciting. We were going to talk about this last week, but then somebody was being crazy and we had to be done because yeah. somebody was crazy. So um, the, the person that was crazy <clears throat> was not me, by the way. So you keep talking like that. that you need to explain what you're referencing. It's not me. It's Rollo. Rollo's the one that was crazy last week. Go back and listen to the end of that one especially. Or if you're a $5 a month Patreon patron, go back and watch that. He was trying to crawl on my lap. It was a, a whole thing. We had to be done. Yeah, we stopped. We had to be done. He, Children are sometimes uh, mm, well challenging. And, and dogs. And dogs, yes. So, um, so I have been uh, kind of stashing away malabrigo sock at the store for like in like bits and pieces as it's become available from them so um i have we have a really good um really good inventory in stock right now um so we are doing for a knit along we are doing uh find your fade by andrea mowry um which i mean if you haven't seen it then just google it or look on Ravelry because everybody's doing it. Um, it's peer pressure. It's like peer pressure, Elisa. Don't when actually give in to peer pressure this time. This is the one time we're giving in to peer pressure is a good thing. Well, and it's it's amazing because I, I was I was I was concerned about doing it as a knit along because we've done knit alongs before you have to choose like two or maybe three colors and it's it's really, really difficult. This one you can choose up to seven colors hmm. and it has been ridiculously easy. Like I'm shocked at how easy it's been and That's how much weird. fun it's been. Yeah, I know. So, but we have we have 43 colors in stock. And it's easy to pick seven of those. That's everybody's been doing really well. So I'm doing six. So I'm starting with one color and I'm ending with it. So I'm kind of bringing it full circle. So um, the color I'm starting with is Turner, and then I'm moving into. Um, Let's see here. What do I have going on? I got yarn, and then I'm moving into our bowl, which is so Turner's kind of a kind of a what like a foresty green, like a mossy foresty mossy green. green. Yeah, um, it has a little bit of a purple undertone to it. Sometimes it comes in with a little bit more purple, and that's mm. a hard thing with Melabrigo is that they always you know yeah I'm a little bit different, always sometimes. a little bit different. So then I move into our bowl, which is kind of a chocolatey brown with green, mm-hmm. like foresty green in it. And then I'm moving into rayon vert. No. Then I'm moving into chocolate armargo, which is a definite chocolatey brown. Mm-hmm. And then I move into rayon vert, which is kind of a what? It's a, like a purpley, purpley, purple kind of. It has and it has some green undertones through it. And then that is moving into eggplant, which is kind of an eggplant color. Eggplant color. And then I'm going into my favorite colorway, Piedras, mm. which is a whole bunch of purple and orange and 
green and little bits of blue and just really, really, really pretty stuff. And then I'm going to finish it out again with the green. Cool. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun picking out colors with everyone. And um, I finally cast on tonight when I got home because it's nice enough out. And, whoops. Holy cow. Sorry. And I had a chance to uh, sit down and I haven't had it. Ch- I've hardly knit at all in the last few days. So, um, but I, I cast on and I was checking in with a couple of my friends and I'm like, so what size needle are you on and adjusting and whatever. And I think I have to rip it out and start over again because the beginning is awfully tight. Um, yeah, at least not that far I'm, into it. But I'm not that far. But one of my, one of my, my friend, my friend Amanda made an observation and um, if you um, are knitting on this project, or if you see any of them in progress, um, she said it kind of, she was going to message Andrea Mowry and say it, it looks a little bit like a loin, a loincloth. Sure. Very, very so, small one. So, yeah. So she was asking if she was making like mini garter stitch loincloths. Yeah. So now I'm, yeah, it just makes me laugh. Or a bikini bottom or something, because that's not not much of a loincloth. Yeah, it's a there. weird shape. It's a very weird shape. So, um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And I had some. I had. I was questioning the center decrease that she's using on it, but it's working out really well, and I like it. So. So what you're saying is follow the pattern. Yeah, I, I would say follow the pattern. The person who designed it kind of ends up. She's they a know designer. what they're doing. Yeah, imagine that. Of course, so. I guess it's not always the case. I suppose you can't no. always 100 percent trust. But most of the time you can. No, but I really like it. So, um, yeah, so I'm a, I'm like, I'm almost through the first garter section, but I think I'm going to have to rip it out and start over again because I think I was, I was concentrating very, very hard when I first cast on. Yeah. So a little tight. This is my second time casting on. So third time's a charm. That's what I've heard. So, yeah. So that it's a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm really excited. It's, it's been fun because I send out the email and been, um, I, the, the response to this knit along has been ridiculous. Like people are so excited. People have been saying, I've been wanting Good. to knit this forever. Um, people are looking at the colors and they're picking out colors and they're just, they're very, very excited. So very cool. um, we are, if anybody wants to join um, that is out there in our um, online community, um, just pop over to Firefly Fibers and look at the, um, the classes and events section and click on knit alongs. And there's details on there on how you can um, participate from afar. So, um, cause we have a social media incentive going on on Instagram, yeah. um, for a $25 Fire, Firefly Fibers gift card. And then also the typical, the, the finished, you can either bring your project into the store when it's finished or post a picture on, um, the Ravelry thread yeah. or in our group. And, um, there's a $25 gift card for that too. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And the, the pattern, I mean, I would suggest, you know, making sure finding like seven colors seems to be the way that it is kind of works out and that the yardage it kind of you want to have um some variety in there you can begin and end with the same color or you can kind of mix things around that way but um yeah you can you can join the knit along ev- with a minimum of four skeins of malabrigo sock from us so you know you can use stash yarn cool yeah well, it's fun because then everybody, every one is going to be different because everybody's mm-hmm. going to be picking different colors. Nobody's going to pick, well, very likely, most likely, you're not going to have two people picking the uh, the exact same colors of of yarn all the way through. Even even if you get the same colors, they probably won't be in the same order, yeah. right? So, yeah, and it's been really cool. I've seen uh, some really really beautiful uh, combinations with uh, 
one of them that I that I love, but I don't know that I I don't wear a lot of um, navy or red, mm-hmm. navy red or orange. And Poseon is a beautiful, beautiful colorway. Um, but a couple people have done really, um, really nice like autumnal kind of um, flow uh, fades with fade combinations with that. So cool. yeah, and I love winding. Well. I love winding them up and then like putting them all in the bag next to each other and like actually winding the Malabrigo sock because that yeah. kind of w- makes me want to stab my eyeballs out. <laughs> but they've been pretty good. The skeins haven't been too terrible. So, but yeah, so that's the, that's the new knit along. And that's really exciting and I can't wait to get further. So, um, yeah, you can check my progress on Instagram. Um, if you want to see what other people are doing, um, we're using the hashtag FF. FYF for Firefly Fibers Find Your Fade. There's a weird volleyball video in there. So, um, and everybody keeps clicking on it. So it keeps staying in the top of the hashtags. So, so if you're following along on this ash- hashtag, FFFYF, is that it? Yes. Don't click on the video. Don't click Just on the let video. That go. Let Just that let fall it go. Away. Let it fall away. Because it's, it, yeah. So, unless you're, I mean, if yeah, you're really like, curious about it, but. What kind of volleyball? Yeah. Is it like, a, is it like just a volleyball? It's it's a volleyball girl. I don't know. I didn't really watch it. Oh, okay. Well, then it just keeps feel, popping up. And, if you like volleyball, then I guess maybe check it out. Maybe yeah. it's good. I guess it's been there for a while, so apparently there's something worth watching. Yeah. I should have... I don't know. I don't know a lot about hashtags. I just picked what I thought would make sense, and it worked. And if you are... If you're local and you're not sure how to use Instagram and you want to use the Instagram incentive and you have a smartphone... Come into the shop. I if you just set up an Instagram account and come into the shop, and I'll show you how to it's post easy. a picture. Yeah. yeah, I've I've helped a few people, and it's it's a lot of fun. The whole the ba- basic mm-hmm. idea of Instagram is if you don't have at least thirty seven hashtags, you're not doing it right. That's one reason I don't use Instagram because I don't want to put a bunch of random dumb hat. I don't like I don't like social media. <laughs> Except for Twitter. I like Twitter a lot. Michael, we use social media for the store, and we use social media for at least yeah. the Yarnista, and I love it. It's good. I love it. There's a the lot Yarn of Yarn Love Challenge is all social media. Right. That's fun. It's but fun. I don't, I don't do it much oh. because, I don't know. I do it, but I'm not good at, yeah, so we're, we're totally aging ourselves here. Um, no, I used I, to. I used to post on Facebook all the time, and now I'm just like, meh. I don't know how to keep track of it all. Like to like stay up to date on everything because yeah. It doesn't take a lot of doing, but I don't think anything that I do is interesting enough to post on social media. Nobody cares. I mean, the, I got the charger out today. I could just repost the video from last year because I did the same thing last year. It's not very exciting. What am I going to talk? Where are you going? I'm not going very far. I just, my cord doesn't reach that far. Okay, so Elisa's just randomly getting up and leaving the room, and I don't know why, and I don't have anything to talk about. Oh. I had a finished thing that I didn't bring with me. Okay. Now Lisa's back, and she's going to talk about something that's finished. Because I'm done with my works in progress, because that's really all I can say about them. So I finished something, which I haven't finished anything for a while. I finished my second pair of um, my Opal Advent socks in the uh, with the smooth operator, and I like the pattern. 
I used the alternate no pickup heel option. I'm not sure that I'm completely sold on that. Why? I don't know. I feel like it looks strained at the corners. It looks strained or it is strained? It looks like the stitches are strained. Okay. Which so means what? It's they, gonna they might be break it just or looks like it's pulling a little bit more. It just doesn't look it doesn't look as nice and I feel like it's not going to maybe wear as well. Hmm. So um I did use and it looks a little weird on the sock blockers, but I did use um Susan B. Anderson has like a rounded Kitchener. So um instead of doing like a traditional setup where you you're going to purl the first one and then knit through this or no, you purl from the fr- through the front on the fr- on the front needle and then you uh, knit through the back on the second needle to kind of do a setup. She has you um, just like immediately start and I think she has you knit through the front two right away just to kind of like combat the like the corners that you get so it kind of brings it in and it rounds it a little bit mm-hmm. more it looks a little weird on the sock blockers but i'm curious to see what it fits like on the foot i think it's going to be better on the foot you haven't even tried it on yet no they've been on my sock blockers for how long you should try them on right now like three days oh are they dry probably you put them on your feet well i don't i'm gonna make a bunch of noise so let's oh. see let's see how it let's see how it fits this is the big test because... So this is my second pair, so now I need to cast on my third pair. And I forgot to grab contrast yarn. Elisa. I know. Try not to flash, though. Yeah, be careful as a camera there. Yeah. Although for $5 a month... <laughs> that's Michael. What... Oh, it's an, it's nice. It feels a little... I don't... I like it maybe for the heel, but I don't know that I would like it for the toe. Yeah. Because it's definitely a little bit bulkier, so I don't know that I would like it for the toe, because I did it on the heel, but not on the toes. I can feel that extra stitch if I push it Sounds uncomfortable, for it, potentially. Line. Yeah. So, but they look pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Yep. So how many so, more pairs do you have left? 47? So I have one more in um, working my way all the way through, and then... I'm going to decide one more to get me through days 15 through 24, probably. No. How does that work out? The last seven, the last seven days with the little bits. I'll do one pair that way and then I'm going to go through and I'm just going to knit like all the way through the rest of the balls that I have and just have like random weird crazy pairs. Fun. That's the best way to do it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And I think I'm probably going to do those toe up. I think it's going to make it easier for the yardage for guesstimating and all that. So, but yeah, so these are, they're a lot of fun. I am definitely excited about the, uh, the neck, the, the 2017 Opal Advent calendar. I'll do it again. Which you'll find out about it like what, June or July? Yeah, June or July. And I definitely need to, uh, get myself, uh, further along in this one before I can get another one. I would say so. You get at least finish those before yeah. you start the next year's. Yep. Yep. So I'm pretty. Otherwise, well, you'll be in a cycle. You're, you'll never get caught up. It'll be 2025, and you'll have like four a years. A million behind. little balls of yarn. Yeah. Which kind of sounds cool. I mean, it does. Doesn't sound bad. Yeah. So yeah, I I'm yeah, I love the 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 colors are fun and it's fun kind of mixing them up. So I'm I'm looking for. I think I'm I'm at the point where I'm just kind of looking forward to uh, knitting through 
the craziness and having just a m- bunch of mismatched pairs. So I think yeah. next year I'm just going to knit through the balls and have mismatched pairs. I think that's just th- these have been kind of grueling as far as weaving in ends and everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I spent like an entire knit night weaving in ends on one pair of socks. So, but they're fun. So I have pair number two done. And that's all I have done. That's it? That's it. That's a lot of, well, you have one thing done, but you have a lot of stuff in the works. I only actually have one more project on the needles because I haven't officially cast on my sweater. What do you mean? You've got like three pairs of socks in the Find Your Fade. Well, yeah, but I, the, the Find My Fade is the only new project that I've cast on. Oh, new. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant just in general. Oh, I'm trying to be really good and really disciplined. And finish things, you mean? I'm trying to like, yeah, finish things and not have too many things on the needles. All right. Good luck with that. See how they will check back next week on episode number 86. I've been doing really well for like, like the last three or four months. Good. Yeah. Cause I want to get stuff done. If I have like 18 things in progress, nothing's ever going to be done. No. And that's just sad. I mean, things will get done eventually. Maybe not, you know, right away. They'll get done. Yeah. So if you would like to purchase, well, if you want to join in the find your fade, and you want mm-hmm. to purchase them some things, go to fireflyfibers.com. That is the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own right here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin, where we live. And you can find all kinds of yarn and accessories and all kinds of good stuff there. And make sure when you go shopping there, you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart or more. Because when you do that, that qualifies you for free shipping. And to get that free shipping, when you go to the... When you get to checkout, make sure you're going to use offer code free ship. It's F R E E S H I P, and get free shipping on that entire order of one hundred dollars or more. And we uh, we we got one really good order in the last week. You can buy things there, like my sister did from FireflyFibers.com. Yeah, that was fun. So they were. She was down. Uh, was it two? How many? When was that? When I was deathly ill. A month when ago? I was dying. Oh, it was well, like a month and a half me ago. Anything? It was February. Okay. So a month and a half ago in February, whenever it was, she came down and my, uh, was, who, my dad was here too? Your dad was here and yeah. your dad's girlfriend was here Yeah, and I had to stay home and you told them that I couldn't go because I was really, really sick. I told them that? Yeah. And they still came anyway. And I'm like, oh, something's oh. going on. Yeah, no, she was very intent on, mm-hmm. on coming down to see us. And they don't, they're not, they, she doesn't live close by. She's, what, a couple hours away from mm-hmm. us. So it was a, a bit of a drive to get down here. So anyway, I had to go shopping and, and look for some yarn at Firefly Fibers. Oh, this, oh, yeah, the most recent time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When that was, was, that was two weeks ago. Okay. So that's what I'm, that that's where I'm. I'm oh, I going. thought you meant the February trip. No. When like, I didn't get to go. No, like two weeks ago. Okay. Came down because we found out. Because she told us, we found out my sister's going to have a baby in and toward the end of August, and so she came down. And she did, she knits a little bit, not a whole lot, but she mm-hmm. she can knit and she does it from time to time, not as much as she would like to. Uh, but she wanted to come down and pick out some colors because they, as of that point, they did not know the sex of the mm-hmm. baby yet. So she wanted to pick out colors for a boy and colors for a girl. She's going to make a blanket, and is that that's her plan? Right, is to make is that. Pretty yep. much it. Yeah, yeah it's a big washcloth, basically. So basically. she can do it. She can handle it. She can manage that. And so it came down to pick out colors. And she had, you know, colors for, again, colors for a boy, colors for a girl. And then, what was it, a last Friday? No, it was last Saturday. It was right oh, before Saturday. I was getting supper ready. And I was... Um, 
I was getting supper ready and I, I get notifications when online orders come in. Yeah. And I saw that there was an order from her and I'm like, oh, we're going to find out because the colors are going to tell us probably. Yeah. So that's how she let us know whether it was a boy or a girl by placing her order and letting that, letting that come through. And it's going to be a girl. It's going to be a girl. Which is good because we don't Baby have... Baby and a girl and it has five fingers. Well, we don't know that yet. That's what she said. Well, does it have five or does it have ten? Well, on each hand. Ideally, it would have 10 total. Yes. So we'll, I mean, we won't know that until August, but... So, no, I thought you were talking about in February when I didn't get to go, like, for the announcement when you guys no, all went out for lunch. I was so that. sad. Was, oh, I didn't yeah. think we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to go. That was sad. Yeah, but... <clears throat> so, we found that out. So, Elisa's going to be an aunt. Aunt. And oh, I dear. will be an uncle. So, hopefully, she likes lifting weights and drinking beer and that sort of thing. Cause that's Whiskey. probably what we'll be doing. With, with her with her mama and papa though I'm sure she's gonna like oh, whiskey sure. and yeah that man, that's a long way off whiskey you just said beer that's not that 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 oh. you can beer you can drink when you're like seven or eight that's or younger mm-hmm mm-hmm I remember uh, when we were living in Denver and I I remember ever like everybody being over at our house and sitting out on the patio and getting a little glass of High Life. Mm, it's a life. wonder that I still like beer, right? Well, <laughs> no, because high life is barely beer, and then it's—I mean, guess it's the champagne of beers. That's that's marketing. That's good marketing, right there. It is. Does not, although champagne is also gross. So maybe the champagne of beers is accurate because Miller like High Life is gross, too. and champagne is also gross. So I think that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> Whoever came up with that one, Mike has paycheck. his own opinions here, apparently. I am drinking drinking You're Capital drinking. Brewery Mutiny IPA, Capital Brewery, Madison, Wisconsin. I think of the, yeah, they're Madison. <laughs> I think the Middleton, but so really we got the so we're we're going to be an aunt and an uncle, which is really exciting. Yes, very excited for that. Um, well, I feel like going into like the other new things that for Fire, Firefly Fibers is kind of boring now. Well, it's probably boring, but it doesn't mean you can't talk about it. So, if you are... If you do it with the right tone of voice, everyone will be very excited. So, there was some really big news this week. I don't... Go ahead and talk. So, um, yesterday, which was Friday, April 14th, yes, um, Karen Templer of Fringe Association launched a new color of the porter bin. Mm-hmm. It's black. Just make it exciting. Well, I think we're. This is weird. It's weird. Why is it weird? It's just weird. Getting applause. People are very excited about it what you have to say. It doesn't sound like applause. It sounds like weird electric stuff. It's a little dis- like uh, compressed. Like it's from a CD I got several years ago, so I don't think it's it's a super high quality. I should go to the library and get some new sound effects. So, um yeah, so she has uh th- some people have asked for the porter in a different color than natural and it is now available in black. And I I wouldn't assume that we're going to see like the same and I could be wrong, but I wouldn't assume that we're going to see the same like color variety in the porter bin as the field bags because the webbing around the top needs to match the color of mm-hmm. the bag because otherwise it just looks like a bag wearing a belt, which I don't think is quite the look that um maybe not that karen's going for um 
but the, the black one is beautiful. I don't get to have black bags here because we have a white dog mm-hmm. that sheds all over everything and it's just not going to look good. Um, but it is, it's a very beautiful bag. I've sent out two so far and yeah, we have more at the store. So yeah, they're, they're really, really nice. And if anybody has been longing for a black or toffee field bag, um, now is the time to get them. They are going to be going on hiatus for a while. We have one black left in stock, and I think we have a few toffees. Into the Disney vault. Yeah, into the Disney vault. Um, yeah, so um, they're going to be going on hiatus. I don't know if Karen's going to, if she plans on bringing them back or what the situation is, but yeah. I, I hope like- so. Why, why, do you know why she's doing this? Did she run out of material? No, no, oh. no. And I think it's I think it's good because I mean Karen keeps things nice and simple. Yeah. Um. And I I feel like you can start getting like too many colors, then it starts getting it's more that you have to keep. So yeah. Um. Yeah. And usually, I mean, Karen doesn't usually take things away without giving you something. So. Hmm. We'll see. So she may have something up her sleeve is what you're trying to say. She always has something up her sleeve. Nice. She always does. So Good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the the black and toffee. We have one black left in stock. I sent out. It was like a super cool package I dropped off at the post office on my way home today. I, I sent out a, a black porter and a black field bag. And I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. That who, who, like whoever gets to like get this because I don't get to have either one because we have a white dog. Yep. So. Blame the dog. But yeah, so that's the Firefly news. Oh, and we have uh, if you're well, if you're local or if you want to order, you can order like over the phone or through email. Um, we have all the new uh, Quince uh, linen colors in stock. Neat. The new Kestrel colors and the new um, some really pretty colors in the um, I think five new marls in the Sparrow in the fingering weight. So cool. yeah. Well, and speaking of Firefly Fibers and new things happening at Firefly Fibers, I just saw something you put on the agenda for today. Yeah. We put up the new sign. Which is almost exactly the same as the old sign. It is. <laughs> but it had, to, it had to happen. That old sign was looking... So we're on the north side of the street, so that thing gets hit Are by... Are we on the south? Huh? I thought we were on the south side. We would never see oh, any sun if we were... facing. Yeah. Okay. We're on the north side of the street, which means the storefront is facing south, mm-hmm. Elisa. So that thing, that sun sign, and it's it was basically just a, like, I guess, corrugated plastic is what it is. It's vinyl. And, yeah. Well, it's plastic. It's And it's uh, it has a UV coating and stuff on it. But man, after seven There's years of that's taking gonna... the sun, that mm-hmm. took a beating. And, and the wind. It looks so good. The wind that comes through there, because the downtown buildings are so tall, and the will, the wind comes through there, and it just blows stuff. And we've, I've been going out, and I mean, what for the last three years, going out and picking up washers and and bolts yeah. and bringing them in, and like, hey, Mike, you got to come down, and you have to secure the sign so again. I put it back together. So, so yeah, after cobbling that together, we got. Well, luckily, we had a, we had two of pretty much the of the exact same yeah. sign. So we had a handyman and his crew come out and put that up for us, and so that was definitely definitely needed so a lot of people said they didn't they didn't notice it or didn't see it but nobody seemed to notice it and nobody has said anything about the new one so apparently nobody looks up 
but I was afraid the other one was not going to be there at some point yeah. when I got to the store. And it's, well, we had a bunch of wind. A place uh, down the down the block that a lot of their <laughs> the front of the building just came right down. Yeah. It had kind of a was it a, like an aluminum siding kind of on the front of this? Yeah, and the facade came off with it. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing came down, and because I, I drove out through downtown on my way to work and the the owner of the store they were out there pulling stuff out of the road and and hauling it back up i mean it was big sheets of of like this aluminum probably aluminum mm-hmm. siding that they're pulling back up uh onto the sidewalk to get it out of the road and it was that was some uh bad wind so for us it was just uh, held up there by some uh, basically bolts and and washers screwed into the back of the the awning that we have in there it held it did pretty well it did it 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 worked very well for seven years. A lot so. longer than I ever expected it would. I thought I thought that might be up there for maybe maybe three or four years at the very most. It lasted almost seven, and now we got the other one up there. So that'll go up there for a while until we decide what we're going to do after that. But well, and I was emotional when they were when they came out to replace it because I went out and they like they took it off and they brought it down and leaned it up against the front of the store and I'm looking at it and I'm like wow that looks like not good and. I thought, wow, you know, what a what an amazing accomplishment and a blessing that we have been here long enough that like I have to replace the we sign. We wore out a sign. We wore out a sign. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know it looks awful. I know they, they and I I felt bad cuz when we carried it out to the garage we put it like with the fa- the the front facing back, and you need to see the front of it. It's it's bad. Oh no! I mean, there it's like it's like cracked in the I middle, was, and it's. Oh, I was closer to that than anybody because get up on a ladder and you're about an inch and a half and away from it. I knew exactly it what was that missing looked like. pieces and yeah, pieces yeah. broke off and it was cracked and yeah. the front was all because it was it's basically like a. Uh, I don't even know how they did it. I don't want to say it's a sticker on top of uh, like a four by eight sheet of plastic yeah. but like the front peeled off like the it's actual like a like vinyl the, overlay or something image part yeah peeling off so anyway it's much nicer now so come well, on into firefly fibers and see the nice new sign and then buy some yarn to well, help us was, buy a new sign and it was weird because the, the 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 when the first sign went up when we first opened i wasn't even there for it no i was in um i was in columbus ohio for tna and you sent me a picture when it went up. Yep. So yeah, we opened without even the the sign. Yeah. But yeah, when I was in Columbus, you sent me a picture, and yeah, so seven years and. Yep, almost. The thing almost fell down. I was afraid I was going to come nah, down. I was going to be th- laying in the middle of Front Street, and it was pretty secure on someone's yet. car, and. No, nah, and there's a little big lawsuit. Yeah. I don't know how much damage that would do. Well, that's pretty heavy, I guess. If it hits for it, what it is, yeah. it's not like a sheet of plywood or something like that, but it's yeah. still fairly heavy. So I'm very excited to have a new sign up and yeah, and that should last us for a while on, again. Start working on the next plan with it. So yeah. yeah. Do you want to uh, do this stuff? Well, I think we should maybe give an update on the tongue. Go for it. So, for anyone that may be curious, the tongue tacos—they were very good. Yeah, they were good. I would eat them again. If we had tongue laying around, I think that's a good thing to do with it. I think I'd rather it's it's, the tongue. It wasn't super flavorful, but it was good. It wasn't like bad or gross or anything like that. I I think uh, like a ground beef or a chicken would be better, but it was it was good. 
Well, and I think next time, now that I know, like, like what the texture is like and everything, I can maybe spice it up a little bit and make it a little bit different. But yeah, it was, it was, it was good. And I, I didn't, it was weird, like peeling the skin off the tongue. I did, I thought that yeah. was going to be like really difficult. It was super easy. Good. It was super easy. It was weird. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a different kind but, of thing, but it's a, I mean, it's a good thing. You're using all the parts of the yep. animal. You're not letting anything go to waste and. Yep. So, yeah. So it, it was good. Mm-hmm. We survived. We we lived, and um, yeah, they it was. It tasted like beef. Was there ever a doubt that we weren't going to live? No. Had I known there was any question that we were going to live, I probably wouldn't have eaten it. Yeah, but it was pretty. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have. Do you want to a... talk at all about how you prepared it, or are you just going to say that it's oh, good? Oh, well, I put it in the instant pot. Okay. With, um, and I think I would probably season it more the next time because it has to get through because you cook it in, you, you cook it in it like in its whole form with the skin on it. So I don't know like how much of the flavor oh. actually gets infused into it. So That's I wonder if that may be part of it. Yeah. Um, so what I might do the next time is maybe cook it in, um, cook it in the Instant Pot with some of that stuff because it goes in with, um, what went in there? Um, some onion and some garlic and just some general seasonings. Um, but then you take it out and then you take the skin off of it and the skin comes off super easy and then you slice it. And I guess maybe I didn't pay as much attention to the part of like sauteing it in a pan after, because mm. I think that might bring out some of the flavors a little bit more and you could put some cumin and some other stuff in there. So I'm thinking maybe next time cooking it in the instant pot, taking it out cutting it up, maybe tossing it in some flavors, and then sautéing it in a pan a little bit after. Okay. So that like might a be a little idea. bit different. Well, we've got, what, two more in the freezer? We have, I think, one more down one more? there, and I believe that um, there are some more that are available. Awesome. So, yeah. But it was... And they're not going to eat them, so... Sure. Yeah. We'll eat them. Yeah, because we get majority, actually all of our beef, right, from somebody mm-hmm. who's local here. Yeah. So we'll, uh, so yeah, yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. The one that I had, the, the tongue tacos that I had when I was in, um, Colorado last summer, they had some chicarrones in the top, which is, I don't even, what is that word? Crispy. Like it's like crispy chicken fat. It's, oh, oh it's just delicious. Huh. Yeah. So that was really good. I imagine you put that on pretty much anything and it yes. would be good. It's, it's like bacon. Like a, right. It's basically yeah. It's chicken bacon. It's chicken bacon. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, the, the tongue tacos are really good and we did them very simply. Um, but yeah, I think next time maybe I'll, uh, toss them with some other stuff and, um, and I have chicken thighs in the fridge right now, marinating and, uh, was it Latin American chicken, crispy Latin American chicken thighs, I think is what this, what it is. It's from a uh, well-fed from Mel Jawan. So I'll be for supper and yeah, um, real plans change there. I'm still using real plans for our meal planning, which I think is going to just probably stick with us for a long as while. As long as it's available. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, they recently, some of the things that were challenging for me, they recently updated their, um, their interface and their web interface is awesome now because you used to have to click on something to be able to like open up the option of like dragging and dropping and moving things around and now the you can just drag and drop right from the main screen so they've hmm. updated that cool. um and 
they're just the they they said they updated something with a mobile and I haven't checked on that a whole lot because I don't use the mobile except for looking at um, recipes when I'm cooking in the kitchen. But yeah, and I want to do I want to do something showing people how I use it for planning our week out and everything because it's it really helps. Yeah. It really helps, and I feel like we're eating at home more and spending less, and yep. oh yeah, eating healthier. Yeah, it's a subscription, a subscription service or a subscription yeah. app, but you you know you can save money by using it, so it's a it's a good thing and time probably right. Well, and yeah, and it's nice because I I can pull up my grocery list and I don't have to. Uh, I can let you know what I need, or I can, and I should probably get you linked up with it so I can give you the grocery list. But it's fine, me giving you the grocery list. You don't go need. You're good at getting groceries. I'm pretty good at grocery shopping. It's, it's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. So I really like it. And I, I like I can set up like regular things in there, like the avocados and stuff like that, that we get every week. And yeah. So, yeah. But they updated it. So it's it's a little bit it's a little bit more user friendly now. So cool. Check that out. I think there's something over there on the right hand side of mm-hmm. com. If you're interested, click on that. As of right now, it's the last blog post from... Four months ago? Yeah, January. So. But, yeah, so that's in the kitchen. I've been cooking a lot. Yeah. I just haven't been posting a lot of pictures. No? No. I've been tired. It's been it's been busy. Yeah. It's been really busy that's lately. Good. And I'm we're taking steps to kind of normalize life again. Good. Yeah. So. It's time once again for the one, the only, as far as I'm aware, Canadian Canoes. So we got a few good stories. The first one is coming to us from uh, one of our listeners. This is from Andrea sent this in. So thank you, Andrea, for sending this on in to us. This is a very interesting kind of a, a take, kind of a different, the opposite of what we normally talk about when it comes to teaching kids knitting and, and adults and kind of knitting stuff. I don't know how that didn't make what I just said did not make any sense whatsoever. They were words. They were words. They weren't. They they went in random orders, trying to form a thought. Didn't quite fully form the thought that I intended to form. We talk a little bit about because you teach a lot of classes about I the do. differences between teaching adults, teaching kids. Very what different. What that's all like. That's very different. This story is a ten-year-old boy teaches adults how to knit. So this is the exact opposite of kind of what you tend to come across from time to time. So this, maybe I need to get a ten-year-old to teach classes. Well, this apparently this guy is really good at it. So he learned how to knit when he was five years old. Um, so Jack Kashork Kashork is in charge of his own knitting classes. They are taught at the Spark Center, and he does a great job while at it. Uh, where is it? His grandmother was the one who taught him uh, taught him how to knit. However, she could not foresee her grandson being able to become a teacher himself and only, or be, bleh, become a teacher himself. Only the words are laid out old. right there in front of you in an order. <laughs> it's still not working very well. <laughs> um, but he doesn't teach kids. He teaches adults. Um And so he says that it's much simpler to explain knitting to adults He's quite engrossed in what he's doing. So he feels it's easier to teach adults than it is to teach kids. And Lisa's oh, shaking her head no. because she thinks he's wrong. Maybe if you're a kid. If you're an adult, 
kids are kids pick up things a lot easier. I think keeping kids entertained and focused might be more challenging. Yeah. But yeah, t- adult learning is very different than Oh yeah. child learning. It says the 10-year-old teacher is also very considerate of each knitter's challenges. When one of them, a left-handed person, had troubles knitting, he went online to search for information on how left-handed people could knit. I know you disagree with that because you're shaking your head again, Elisa. Well, no, I'm no, I'm not. I'm just like... You were. I just saw it. No, I'm looking. I'm like, no, I'm just dumbfounded. Like, he's like, he's a good teacher. Yeah. I want him. Well, give him a call because he lives in, uh, I don't know where he lives. (laughs) He lives in a, in a, a city where there is knitting happening. I don't know where this. So this comes from a website. It's called theknittingspace.com. So uh, as always, I'll post this link underneath the uh, the audio of the podcast when it goes up this week, so you can check that out. But also, when I was reading this, it uh, brought to my attention another story on the same website for uh, fairy tale Icelandic knitting tours, which I think sounds pretty fantastic. Um, Icelandic knitting tours become more and more popular. Iceland is known for several things, more recently knitting tours. Many people come to Iceland for hiking and for witnessing the wild beauty of the country, but now they have yet another great reason for visiting. Uh, Knitting tours include many interesting activities besides fiddling with yarn and needles, hiking, ice skating. Ice skating, Lisa. We can go ice skating. I'm a good ice skater. That's what I've never seen it, but I've heard that. Uh, visiting textile museums and picturesque places are among them. Uh, so basically, you get out in the wilds in the mountains of uh, Iceland and get to do some knitting and and uh, see the sights. So this this line here caught my attention, and I'm a little confused. But it says the many colors. What? Nope. Next one up. Wait. There we go. Well, many, <laughs> well, many may think of Iceland as a barren territory with volcanoes and landscape taken from some imaginary space adventure. This part of the country is different. I, I don't think, think I, of Iceland as a barren territory with volcanoes. Well, I think it is, but it says this part of the country is different, which is, which is kind of insinuating that parts of the country do look like an imaginary space adventure. Which really makes me want to go. I don't... How did they come up with imaginary space adventure? If anything, I think it would be more along the lines of, like, Lord of the Rings with magic and elves and hobbits and things. Well, I told Not you... space adventure. I told you my friend, like, my friend Julie and her husband are going to Iceland for $100, like, each way. So, maybe I need to talk to them. About going into space? Going to Iceland. Well, talk to them, see what they think, because we could... We could go with them. For a hundred... Well, we can... Yeah, a hundred bucks. Each way. Each, I think even... Two hundred uh, bucks round trip. That's a pretty good deal. To go to Iceland. Yeah. You heard about a deal and they're going to go. So I'm I'll have to go. ask her. I'll have to... Maybe I'll ask her where she where she's going in Iceland. I want to go and I want to see the, the space parts of Iceland. Where does it look like a like <laughs> an imaginary space adventure? It's an imaginary space adventure. So I want to go to those parts. When, I, when we land, that's the first thing I'm going to ask. Is I want to I want to go to the imaginary space adventure parts of Iceland. No, go to a travel agent and say I want to go see the ima- the imaginary space adventure parts of Iceland. Yeah, and then book that for me. They, I guess there are still travel agents around. Oh yeah. Even though it seems like it would just be easier to do everything online at this point, but I guess if you'd want somebody else to do that for no, you. No, a lot. Of, I mean, you have people that do it for you, and then if something happens, you have a hiccup, then they take care of it for That's you. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so at the same time, you'll learn how to knit Icelandic lace, and you will be able to take part in a plant-dyed workshop part of the tour. Learning about new and old knitting techniques is included with the adventure. So for 100 bucks each way, 200 bucks round trip, that might be worth looking into at some point because this picture that they have posted here, I would just go yeah. and sit and look around because that that's some uh, pretty amazing atmosphere to be knitting in or just uh, maybe I'll take a nap while you're knitting. Just go at the speed just of Mike. Snooze. Yeah, Mike. Mike's speed is generally pretty slow, <laughs> unless he's in the 1969 Dodge Charger. But even then, it's pretty slow because I don't want to step on it. Step on it too oh, hard. But you came into the store so excited today. I don't it was. Break it was very very cute. You came I in. Was, you you looked like you, you looked like so excited. Well, I was happy because it started. I know. I don't like dealing with issues where it's if it doesn't start. And there like, was parking. That's really exciting yeah, too. Yeah. So I get to park right out front. And I, you, you went back and you talked to the ladies, and then you came back up, and I said, "Well, did you ask them if they want to go see the car?" No, I wasn't there to and show off the car. And then I asked the them, and they're like, "Yeah!" And then everybody came running out, and then everybody left. So I came in, and then I somehow was Mike responsible for everybody shop. leaving. I didn't even fart. I, that I could understand that why people would want to leave. They just wanted to come out and see the car. They wanted to come. They wanted an easy out. We they wanted been, to like leave and go look at something and not spend any money at the yarn shop. Which is apparently what happened. Good and job, it's all Mike. my fault. Well, Good I'd, job. We could have at least taken a drive around the block or something. And did you I, offer a ride to anybody? I think I said it, but I didn't really say it. But I'll I'll drive. They would have definitely accepted a Somebody ride. Somebody might have. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they all would have. Actually, they would have all fit too. Mm-hmm. Most of them. You could have been driving around with a bunch of chicks in your car. Oh, man, I missed my opportunity. Next story is not nearly as happy as the last one. This is a very interesting situation. This one comes from uh, uh, northern India. Fraudster poses as deputy director, dupes dozens of girls arrested. So that headline basically tells you everything you need, need to know about this story. From beginning to end, everything that happened... Um, so Baramulla police have arrested a person allegedly involved in swindling locks, I assume locks of rupees, L-A-K-H-S. I looked that up. Lock and L-A-K-H is 100,000. So this guy swindled hundreds of thousands of rupees from young girls by fraudulently setting up knitting centers across North Kashmir. And I think there's some irony there that the region of India is called Kashmir. No, it's. You're not. There's no irony there. Mm -mm. All right, then I'll move on. Apparently, what I thought was interesting about this news story, Lisa did not the find cashmere. interesting in any way. Well, I believe that that is where there's a lot of cashmere that comes from India. Well, there you go. Then across North Kashmir, the arrested person has been identified as I don't. Not, I'm not. I don't want to say his name. You can't say that. Oh. Mushtaq Ahmad Shah. You don't want Shah. to, or you can't. Nope, I just did. <laughs> of Tolmula Ganderbal, and then he's got like a few different charges for him here. Um, in the four hundreds. In the four hundreds, which can't be good because when you take like a class in college, the four hundreds those are the hard classes. So they I'm are. guessing these these police charges in the four hundreds are probably pretty severe. The arrested person, according to police, has established scores of knitting centers across North Kashmir by posting posing as either. Posing either as deputy director handicrafts or official of social welfare department. That's probably my favorite part of the story is that India has a deputy director of handicrafts. Well, and what are scores of knitting centers? What are knitting centers? Centers where you knit and learn how to knit. 
But I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call Donald Trump and say Donald Trump, we need a deputy director of handicrafts. Okay. Maybe I'll submit my application. You want to be the head of that? I want to well, be the deputy director. You of have your looms. I have looms. That'll be my. You have looms. I'll put that on my resume. I ha- I have not used them extensively. You have a yarn source. I can get yarn. Mm-hmm. I know people who knit. Mm-hmm. I made one of the little cross stitch wooden things last you year. You did. So you I did. It is it is a shop sample at Firefly Fibers. I've made some models. You, you do know some when handicrafts. When I was a kid. You have made um, the spindles for the store that the, that the 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 yarn goes on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I think I'm I'm more than qualified to be United States Deputy Director of Handicrafts. So you're going to present the position and yourself for the role. Oh, well, why would you not? That would be silly to make the suggestion and then not try to get yourself into that role. Okay. Um, the Do you matter- need a letter a letter of reference? I think I'm good. Okay. I, th- I think I'm good. The matter came to light after a resident of uh, Kishama in Narwa area of Baramula District lodged a complaint in police station stating that a person claiming to be official of a government department has set up a knitting center at his residence. That's probably not a great start when the knitting center is at your residence. He further stated in his complaint that the fraudulent person has, besides his four daughters, he started this. By swindling his four daughters. So has besides his four daughters duped scores of girls in the area by promising them government jobs at the end of the course and benefits of various government-run schemes. So this guy's bad news. So what is he doing? He's having them knit things and selling them and not giving them anything? Yeah, he's teaching teaching them how to knit. And I don't know if he's the one doing the teaching or if he's got somebody else in there. He's probably Probably somebody that's teaching them and he's not paying them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the police came in and uh, according to police, the arrested person has swindled huge money from the girls by promising them jobs and benefits of state and central government run schemes. Uh, We've seized... Several photographs of girls from the arrested person. He was charging each girl a thousand rupees, and in turn assuring them assuring them benefits of seventy five thousand rupees oh, at so the time of their marriage under some government scheme. So I mean, you know, you get a thousand rupees, and somebody comes up and they're convincing, and they say, you know what, give me a thousand rupees, and I will turn this into seventy five thousand. That's a pretty good return on your investment. So I can kind of understand why people would maybe fall for that if you trust him what the guy is saying. Hey, Jack, here's a bean. Huh? Jack and the beanstalk. You're going to give me 75,000 beans? No. Uh. But uh, according to reports, the arrested person has also taken huge money from some other persons, assuring them government jobs. Reports also suggest that he has set up centers at various places across North Kashmir, which include, well, several other Indian-worded names. Uh, soon after his arrest, scores of people from different areas of North Kashmir are reportedly lodging complaints at police station Shiri that the arrested person has duped them of money worth hundreds of thousands of rupees. The police have started comprehensive investigation into the matter, which I would hope because I don't know how much, what the, the conversion is from rupees to American dollars. But this guy, that hundreds of thousands of rupees can't be insignificant that's got to be a pretty good uh, pile of money that he's he's taken away from these primarily sounds like younger girls and and women throughout the northern india elise is going to look up the conversion of rupees to american dollars hey siri no don't don't well she doesn't listen to you she doesn't know your voice (laughs) 
That's probably for the best. That is fifteen hundred dollars. A hundred thousand rupees mm-hmm. is how much? One thousand five hundred fifty-one dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah, this guy made off with a lot, of, a money lot of money all over India. Mm-hmm. And our final story is a little more lighthearted than a swindler in northern India. Oh, good. Which is a really nice picture of a random stock photo of grandma's drinking coffee or tea. I don't know why they picked this, but grandma accidentally knits inappropriate shark blanket for her young grandson. And this one is one you will definitely want to uh, seek out because the pictures on this are fantastic. Uh, whether it's uh, one kind grandma who knitted her young grandson a nice big shark blanket found herself the laughing stock of the internet after the image was shared thousands of times because it ended up looking a bit rude. The photo of the young lad lying on the sofa with the blanket wrapped around him like a mermaid tail was posted to Imager, but eagle-eyed users of the site quickly noticed there was something fishy about it. The, the shark fin looks well. Oh, oh, that's why it's dirty. <laughs> you can make your own mind up. Uh, so basically, the, the grandma knitted this uh, shark blanket to look like the shark is eating the kid. So he is laying on his back with the shark eating, coming, and uh, going to eat him. And the shark's fin is strategically I placed. I would like to quit this podcast now. Over his lower abdominal area. <laughs> to look a little suspicious like 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 the kid really likes his blanket Maybe we'll just say that the, the, the kid really likes how this blanket is working for him it's keeping him nice and warm and he's very excited about it <laughs> so oh my god i am so embarrassed right now <laughs> but she got some good attention from this if you if you I don't, also think it's crocheted not knitted yeah whatever i don't know <laughs> I can't see. Actually, it does look crocheted. It's hard. Ah, the picture's see, very small. You can small. even tell. Oh, yeah. Just zoom in on it. No, I think it's, it's crocheted. Yeah, it's definitely crocheted. But Ooh, point so, being. So, those of you out there, Grandma made, Mike knows things. Grandma made a, wow. uh, a uh, shark blanket, which I think was a fantastic idea. In practice, it, it was didn't very work out nice quite of so her. well. I'm sure it took her some time because it's pretty detailed for, for what it is. But uh, go to elisathearnista.com slash podcast, and I will put links to all of these stories that we talked about today, one of them being Grandma accidentally knits inappropriate shark blanket for her young grandson, and you can see exactly what we're talking about, and maybe this is one we should share on the Facebook and and Twitter, because it's pretty good. (laughs) So that brings us... My husband thinks it's very good. I think it's hilarious. Maybe maybe it's just me, but I I think it's hilarious. So I think at this point, we're at a position where we can go ahead and uh, bind off episode 85. What do you think, Elisa? I think so. I'm you ready for so? some chicken. Oh, let's go uh, grill up some chicken. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate you spending your time here with us today or this week or whenever you're listening to this. Um, if you would like to see the video version of the podcast, you can always go to patreon.com slash Elisa the Arnista and uh, sign up for $5 per month. And then you can get the video version of the podcast. And uh, what you else? You can I'll... see my ruby dress that I'm wearing that I made with my own yeah. hands. I, w- I made a, I wore a handmade wardrobe to work today. I wore my nice. ruby dress and uh, my campsite and Your my moccasins? feather waves. 
And my mom, well, I didn't make my moccasins. Oh, you didn't? No. You didn't go out and, and kill the deer and no. make moccasins? No, I buy them from Minnetonka. Oh, well, that works too. Yes. But you can see all of those things by subscribing to the Elites of the Arnisa Patreon uh, account page thing oh words are hard for you today no, i just don't know what exactly it's called but it's a thing where you can go and sign up and that that uh benefits us but it also benefits you because hopefully we'll be able to buy some new equipment that we need in the near future not the near future i'm hopeful it'll be the near future but <laughs> it won't be the near future because i was talking to so before the podcast started we were talking about how that we may have potential to get a new camera at some point in the near future because a friend of mine who has a really Pretty nice digital uh, DSLR camera, which is a little bit outdated, but it's still pretty darn good. He's going to be upgrading to a newer, bigger, better camera, and he may be open to uh, selling us his camera, which means the video version of the podcast and other videos that we make is going to be much better. Uh, But that's the kind of thing that you can support by helping us get newer, better equipment It'll help us, but it'll also help you by providing a better product. You can help Elisa buy a new chair to sit on <laughs> when we record the podcast. I had to put it back together before we started. Yeah, that it. it I had I mean, to pound it with my hand, with my fist. It was only a little bit falling apart. It was totally falling apart. Yeah. I thought it was another part that was falling apart, and then I looked at it. I'm like, oh, that's not yeah, going to last say very totally. long. Totally, it's just a lot. Just some of the just yeah. Half of the bottom was not attached. <laughs> So help us buy a new chair by going to patreon.com slash Arnista. But if you don't want to do any of those things, you can also support by going to Elisa's various social media things and uh, go to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Shopping at Firefly Revelry Fibers. and Shopping at Firefly Fibers. But you can do the social media and uh, that's good too. You can share those things and like and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else? Is there anything else you can think of, Lisa? <laughs> I think the blah, blah, blah covers it all. I think we're pretty well done at this point. We're going to make some chicken. Maybe drink Find another. your wedding ring. <laughs> that's going to be tomorrow. I don't think that's going to happen tonight. I'll, I'll search that out tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to leave now. Bye, everybody. Cheers. You don't have to stay to a candy to I packed my rags and I left my bags down in the woods. It's a drunken day on the waterway, bay, but a river in a stream. And now it's all another day. Oh, you know what they say. It's the chase. Beautiful, beautiful face. Okay, okay, okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Llama face.